0: Hello everybody, how have we been? I hope well, um, I'm coming to you again, starting this episode off on a crisp Wednesday morning. I do have a feeling we might have to repeat the um, the mistakes of last week, not really mistakes, but sorry, I'm just writing down a note of what to talk about later, um, not really mistakes, but um, just the patterns of last week, and I believe we'll be starting off the episode um, in a vehicular scenario. And then finishing off the episode back on the uh, the big comfy couch. What is what I call the uh, beanbag chair that I normally record. And by what I call, I mean I just thought of it right now. So that is what, I'll, what I will be calling it in the future. Did anybody watch that show? Big comfy couch? It was about like the clown... Who lived in some sort of village? I believe with her grandma, um, who played the what's it this the not the unicorn? What is it called? What is that thing called? The um, not the xylophone, uh, accordion. You know the unicorn, duh. The accordion. Okay, there's corn in there. That's probably what confused me. Oh, uh, which speaking of corn, I have a I have a corn segment coming up. Um, but you're gonna have to just listen for that. Yeah, that show was weird. Cause then she did the, um, the thing on the clock or something. Like she did a, some sort of a stretch. Like she would lie. I think her name was Lunette or something. The clown, and she lived on a big comfy couch. But then also had a house. But from the outside, her house didn't look huge. But for some reason, it could fit this huge comfy couch. If you don't know what I'm talking, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I would recommend doing a quick Google, a quick YouTube. Would she do the 10-second tidy? Okay, big. We're going to go through this together. Big, comfy couch. I don't know the years that it was active. Okay, it ran from... Oh, okay. Seven seasons. It ran from the early 90s to the mid-2000s. Or I don't know why I'm being... I could just tell you the years. From 1992 to 2006. That's actually a pretty good run. I feel like most shows I watch get canceled after one season. I think because I watch it. If I, if I basically, if I watch your show, I guess aside from the Big Comfy Couch, if I watch your show, you will get canceled. 100%. But yeah, the Big Comfy Couch was not canceled. I, in fact, I probably just stopped watching it at some point and it might've still continued. Who knows? I always wonder what happens to, you know, the people that played those, you know, characters on, on the kids shows, like not like a kid show, like a Disney show, like a Hannah Montana or, or something like that, where like you become famous, but like the shows and the actors who are playing these characters that like the character is famous, but not you. I don't know if that's better or worse. Cause then it's like for the rest of time, are you going to be like, yeah, I was the clown on, you know, this show, or I was like, uh, you know, one of the wiggles. It's like, oh, okay. Like, I just I don't know it's definitely a a conversation opening line, but I don't even know that it's a conversation starter like what do you talk about like oh, how was the you know puppet that you had to act alongside you know like how did you do lots of commercials after stuff like that although who knows maybe maybe those actors because they're in so much makeup and costumes and everything maybe they did go on to become big people that I'm just not connecting um them to their their previous work but yeah, if, if anyone hasn't seen it, Big Comfy Couch. I haven't seen it in probably oof fifteen, maybe up to twenty years. So I don't want to like be like, yeah, it's such a good show, and then people will go watch it and it's like trash or like you know maybe not with the time. So just just keep that in mind. But if you know, you know. I don't know how I started talking about this. Normally I open up with the weather, so I'm going to do that. I have to issue an apology. I believe if it was not the episode, the previous episode, it was the one before that. I believe I was talking about how the groundhog was wrong and the groundhog had like a 40% accuracy rate and how we maybe needed to question like, you know, like, you know, how are these groundhogs, you know, really? Like, what are the groundhogs really doing? Like, is this something we need to continue? I didn't really land on like a stance per se, as I normally don't, but I was just sort of asking the questions. I have to be honest, I was driving this morning, mere hours ago. Not hours, mere minutes ago. And I thought, you know what? This is looking like an early spring. And then it hit me. I believe the groundhog this year, or is it the same groundhog every year? I'm still unclear. I believe they predicted an early spring. I'm going to double check. Did the groundhog predict an early spring? Do you like how I do, like, reverse voice-to-text when I'm typing while recording. Let's see. Did he predict an early spring? I spelt it so terribly that it doesn't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, I just need a yes or no. Yes, okay. He he predicted an early spring. And do you know what? It's looking like early spring. Like, it's kind of getting a bit sunny. I was driving home the other day And I almost had to take off my jacket because I was a bit warm. Then I did realize that I had the heat on, which was probably more so the issue. But other than that, something was happening. But yes, I hope everyone had a great weekend. And because we're sort of in the middle of the week, I can equally say I hope you have a great weekend. I usually say that at the end of the show. But anyway, I did have a good weekend. I made chili. It's fully, um, dawned on me and it's, I've really come to the conclusion and made peace with the fact that I cannot cook anything outside of like a, a soup, a soup, a chili. I can do mac and cheese. Um, unfortunately, none of this sounds healthy, but like, if that's what I can do, that's what I can do. And let me tell you, the chili was very good. I used a beyond beef situation, just to appeal to a, a wider audience, od- the audience that I was serving at the time, and it was, and it was good, you really, like, you really, you can't go wrong with chili, I think, I think that's what I need, like, I can follow, like, am I a good cook? No, can I do, like, let me add a dash of this and a pinch of that, not, not really, I'm getting better, but, like, if you give me a a, a measuring cup, a tablespoon, you know, some... Thawed Beyond Beef and a couple cans of beans that have been in the pantry for probably seven to ten years. They have been in the pantry as long as that thing of, um, uh, Saran Wrap from Costco. Do you know that huge one that you buy and then like never replace again as as long as you live in that environment? They they those and the beans enter at the same time, um, and the beans got to leave the pantry. The Saran Wrap wrapper is in fact still there, but um, they tasted fine to me, which I guess is the point of canned goods. But anyway, I made a chili and it was very good, not to brag. In fact, it was, it's been a very chillyful week because the other day I went to, um, a restaurant, a very fine dining restaurant. Um, it's like right on the outside. They have a mascot and it's this, um, person, um, her name is Wendy. And I went to her drive through window and said, Hey, can I have chili? And they said, yeah, sure. And I hadn't had Wendy's Chili in a while. And it's pretty good. I mean, I'm sure it's, again, I mean, talk about canned goods. I'm sure it's from canned goods. Um, But I opened it up in, like, the package or whatever. And there was, like, my spoon. The chili, of course. But that would be a problem if there there wasn't. I know fast food places are notorious for, like, forgetting stuff. And I'm really bad at checking. Like, I never check. um, Because I'm usually most of the time like just alone <laughs> not to be sad On not on valentine's day um <laughs> happy valentine's day if anyone cares i kind of forgot that that was happening but but eat lots of chocolate or i guess you'll be listening to this after so i hope you ate lots of chocolate but regardless in the bag of with my chili it had this little package and it said hot chili seasoning and i was like ooh, i like hot i like chili and we would all be nowhere without seasoning so perfect like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know to ask for this, but I'm glad they just assumed, um, because I also did get a spicy chicken sandwich. So they probably just thought, you know what, let's just throw this in. Or the most realistic option of all is that that is just what they give everybody. But I kind of take it personally. I was like, oh my gosh, they knew they were looking out for me. You know, thank you to my local Wendy's restaurant establishment. And I opened it up the, um, packet and in my head, I was like, okay, like they call it hot chili seasoning. This is just hot sauce. Like they just put a little Tabasco or a little, honestly, probably like a Frank's in the, in the packet. Um, it, I opened it up and it was clear. So I was a little confused. Like it looked like corn syrup, um, which I say I'm not a chef, but I guess I am because when I Googled what is in the hot chili seasoning, it's corn syrup, which you would think, huh? Like, why is there corn syrup? in this packet of chili stuff but you know what i tried a little bit i put a little bit of my finger did a taste test and it was pretty good so i did in fact opt into that in my wendy's chili so i would recommend it and i don't know if there was corn in it to like thicken it up which i have a question about this because when i made chili again did i tell you i made chili um but i made chili And it was really like a little bit like soupy and liquidy. And I said, this cannot be. So I was Googling like, how do I fix this? Like I've gone too far. I was like, I could simmer it for another seven hours or add cornstarch. So I said, okay, let me, let me do that, that option. And it was like magic. And I knew I'd obviously heard of of this being a thing in cornstarch and whatever, but like what, like what I don't get is like adding a liquid to something because it is liquidy. You don't add much, but like you're supposed to take the cornstarch and like dilute it or whatever. And then you add it, and then mix it up, and then it becomes thicker. How does that work? Like, what? We added liquid to something that was liquidy, and it made it thicker? I don't know what sorcery... I don't, stuff like that. It's like, who figured this out? Like, I was just about to go in there with a sponge or, like, a paper towel to kind of, like, whoosh, you know, soak up the thing. But I need to know the science behind cornstarch. Science behind... Corn starch. Let me Google this really quickly. Huh. How does cornstarch work? So, so. Okay, I'm going to be really honest. It's a lot of words that I don't understand. And my new thing for 2024 is if I don't understand it, I'm just going to be, be open and honest about that as opposed to talk for five minutes on how I don't understand something, you know? So, anyway, in conclusion, the chili, all all facets of chili that I came into contact with over the previous week were stellar, and I would like to give a huge shout-out to Cornstarch, the makers of Cornstarch, anyone involved in the process, um, just for their stellar work. I appreciate it. Okay, everybody, it happened. As promised in earlier this episode, I am now sitting on my big comfy couch. It is about almost exactly 11 hours post that recording. So, you know, I've had time to to simmer. I've had time to marinate. I've had time to um, really collect myself and my thoughts, and I'm ready to provide a second half that is just... I'm going to say it probably one of the better second halves of any episode across the 80, I think 86 or 87 episode history of the Nobody Asked For This podcast. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I was in the car and during my drive this morning, I just had some thoughts that I really felt like I could share, you know, which I guess is the whole point of doing this. Um, And I just want to clarify really quickly. Do I think people need to hear my thoughts? Absolutely not. Do I think they're important? Absolutely not. Um, But I've committed to doing this, so I just sort of have to present something. Um, But I was driving this morning, and of course I used Apple Maps. I've talked about before how I have a, um, I mean, just a, a, probably an unhealthy relationship with Apple. They um, continuously let me down. And I'll never, ch- I'll never switch. I'll never go to like either like a Samsung or anything like that. Like I'll be Apple till, I, till I'm done. Apple to the end um, for no apparent reason. Um, well, there are a couple reasons. Like obviously, as I've said before, like I think they make their stuff fairly simple to use so that if you pick up a Samsung, you have no idea what end is up. Um, like I had a Samsung the other day uh, to take a picture on like someone handed me their phone to take a picture and I wasn't I was like well, how does this work like where's the button what do you can you swipe like do I need a passcode like I completely could not figure it out um, I've had to make a call on a Samsung before like a boring someone's phone I don't know how to do that and I think that Apple makes their stuff again very simple so that you have no choice you're like it's you're almost like too stupid to go to any other brand You know, that's my, it's speaking in my own experience. Um, But regardless, I'll stay strong and true with my, you know, refurbished MacBook and my refurbished iPhone that, as I've talked about, is cracked with a green line going down the center. I still haven't haven't fixed it because they're just, they're not getting me again. They're not, they're not, uh, they're just not. Also, I think we have to start being honest about the fact that these new iPhones, new iPhones, that was, obviously you can't see me, but that was some bunny ears, what's that called? Quotes. Um, It's the same phone, and they're just making it different colors over and over and over and over again. They used to have, like, every couple years, they'd get, like, a new design or something, but at this point, they've pretty much removed any other element that's not a screen, so you can only make it so different like a screen can only look like a screen for so long and then the actual software is the same so just i don't know just it's just it's just interesting again i'll apple till i'm till i'm gone like i'll be they'll be getting my checks and and my money and all that so i'm really not like moving the needle on any of this like it's just i'm just kind of explaining where i'm at but all of that to say i was using apple maps And I didn't see, like I didn't look, I would normally go on Apple Maps, I would see like the route that it was telling me to take, and I would shut off my phone and just take that route. Now before there are any questions, I do have a a phone mount where I can safely have my phone display the directions while still 10 and 2. So we're, we're, we're being very safe. But I normally don't need, because it's just I'm going to the same spot that I always go to. Like, I don't I don't need to see, I don't need to have Siri yelling at me, turn left, turn right. Um, especially when I have Australian Siri, um, where it's like, go left! Like, I know, like, I got it. I, I don't need to hear, I don't need to hear the, the instructions. But traffic was really bad for whatever reason this morning. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to keep the, the thing on. So I didn't really look at the route that it was taking me. I just clicked... Because, you know, I'll, you'll put it in an address and it'll give you like three options or whatever. I just clicked the least amount of time. Duh. Like It seemed simple enough. And then I'm starting going down these back alleys. I'm taking back roads. I'm like not getting on the freeway for about 45 minutes, which I thought was a little funky. I'm Literally, at, at one point, Apple got me to get off the freeway, drive on a road parallel to the freeway, just to get back on the freeway. And I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, you probably saved so much time because there probably was an accident between those two exits. Uh, No, there was nothing. I could see the freeway the entire time. It was completely normal. There was was nothing. So I don't know, maybe if when I left 45 minutes prior, there was some, some big collision or something that we were trying to avoid and Siri thought she was saving my life, but I don't know. I just have questions. Also... I'm going to be completely honest, while I was in traffic again this morning, I was thinking about some topics that I could talk about, which I never do. I put 0% planning into these episodes, as you can probably tell. I normally, again, sit on a big comfy couch, click play, and we're and we're good to go. Or not play, but like record, and we're good to go. But, because I was in traffic so long, I did pull up a notes, like a blank note document or whatever, and did, again, a very safe voice-to-text of just some pinpoints of what I could talk about, and it's been so long that I don't actually know what I was talking about. So, somehow on my thing, I wrote, bike lane speakerphone, best before robot test. So, I don't know how to take that. Oh, best before robot test. I remember. Sharp left, speaking of cars, I have a call to action for everybody who makes food labels, specifically the people in charge of stamping or, like, typing on the best before date, Um, does it have to be a a are-you-a-robot test every single time? Do you know how when you're on a website or you're, like, trying to sign into your bank or whatever, they make you do that thing where you have to prove that you're not, like, a bot? Which, can I just say, I feel like the bots have been like the, the robots that hack, those have really gained some notoriety in the past few years. But my computer's been asking me for that robot check as long as long the, since the dawn of time. So that actually is kind of impressive that they've been on it that much. Now, I don't know how accurate or how actually safe that test is because I feel like the robots are getting probably pretty smart and they could probably tell you, like they could probably match which pictures have chimneys in it or like, what numbers behind the dotted thing. Like I think that robots if I can figure it out, the robots can figure it out. But what I can never figure out is what the freaking best before date is on these things where it's like like a really dark background with like dark letters. Or like a white background with like like a like a slightly darker shade of white letters. Like why? Is the snack I'm about to eat expired? I'll probably eat it either way. I'm weird about best before dates. Like, certain things, I will, like, it could be one day over, and I'm like, I'm not touching that. Like, any sort of dairy, mm mm-mm. Nope, I'm good. Which, if we're being honest, that's probably, like, not the thing to be super careful of, because, like, I mean, it's called sour cream. Like, can sour cream really expire? Probably not. Like, as long as there's not, like, active mold, you're probably fine. Uh, but, yeah, for whatever reason, I'm not touching it. But if it's like a granola bar, like that doesn't really expire. Yeah. So. But I guess it doesn't matter if I can't read it anyway. So I would just like to put in a request to The Void that we need to fix that. Like, just bright. Bright colors. Or dark colors if the background is bright. Like, I'm fine with either. Like, whatever combination works best for your brand, whatever sort of ink you have left at the factory. Don't make me like, don't run out to, you know, like a department, not department store, office supply store for me. But like, it would be nice to be able to read the information you're trying to to convey to us. So just, uh, just, just putting that out there. Now, as for what bike lane speakerphone means, um, I cannot tell you. So I do this all the time. I do this, especially with my reminders and my phone. I've gotten to a point where, like, if I don't have some sort of uh, like reminder in place, I will probably forget something that I need to do. So I have everything written down, but sometimes I don't give myself enough detail because in the moment I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to sit out and write like do this and then that and do that. Like I can just do like a code word, but then I forget. When the code word pops up, you know, six hours later or whatever it is, I forget what it meant. And then it's like, not only am I forgetting something, but I'm being reminded that I'm forgetting something, which there probably is no worse feeling. Like, normally, if you're forgetting something, you're just in, like, blissful, you know, I don't know what the word is, but you're just not, you're just, you're gone, you know? Maybe you're having so much fun that you forgot that you had to, you know, pay your credit card bill. Oops. But if you get a thing, if you get a picture of a money emoji or, like, pay... You get an alert on your phone that says pay. It's like, pay what? Pay who? And then you know for a fact that you're forgetting something. So, just, just it's something to think about. A reminder, a reminder about your reminders. Make your reminders descriptive and clear. Unless, unless you don't have a problem with this, then just continue living your life. I, I respect that and... And I uh, probably am, am alone on this, but just thought I would do a, a quick PSA. Slowly but surely I'm just turning into the person that would do the high school announcements, like over the PA thing, when it's like and a reminder to, you know, buy your tickets the prom or whatever the, whatever they were telling you and like no one was actually listening. It was just a nice way to waste five minutes in between, you know, having to start your first class. I really missed out on that job. There's been a few jobs over the past couple weeks that have come up like just either like I've, I was reading an article or something and I was like, ah, I should have done that. As if it's too late, as if like there's no, there's, there's just no hope, which I mean, some days. Basically, if, it, if you have to go to like smart people's school to do it, I've, I've fully relinquished that idea. Like I, I think I can say with quite a fair amount of certainty, I will not be a doctor. At least in the medical sense. I could be potentially someone who has like, what is the degree that you need to be a doctor? Is it a PhD, does that make you a doctor? Like not like a medical doctor? Wait, do actual doctors have PhDs? Let me see this, do, do, like Dr. Phil, is he a medical doctor? Do doctors have PhDs? No. They have an MD, a medical doctorate, as opposed to a PhD, a philosophy... Wait, a phil- philosoph... Oh my gosh, philosophy doctorate. Hmm. Well, I can't even pronounce the term, so I'm gonna say that's not going to be me either. But between the two, I could do, I could do philosophy. That's a lot of P's in a word that does not have a P sound. The English, like we've talked about this before, the English language is just nuts. Like, I don't know whose idea that was. I don't know who, I don't know how, what, why. I'm open to learning how, what, why. But like, P, it, it makes a p sound, or so I'm told. And then the word philosophy has two of them, but it's not philosophy. Confusing. I've actually heard it's hard, like it's, it's not easy to learn English. Obviously, it was just the language that I, like it's just, it's, I was, you know, that's the only language I've been taught. So I don't really have the experience of learning it. I obviously learned it. I guess as I grew as a child, as an infant, which that's always impressed me. Babies are kind of impressive. Like, you just learn a language. You don't have to sit down and learn, like, E equals MC squared or whatever. Like, you don't have to do the, like, how you take a language in school and you have to do the verb charts and, like, you have to conjugate or whatever that is. I think that's the word. I believe that to be correct. Like, you don't have to do any of that. You just wake up one day and you go, oh, I know a language. Some people, oh, I know two languages. Maybe you know three. Like, why can't I have learned that then? You know? It just feels, like, so much easier. Now I have to, like, go out of my way to download, like, Duolingo. (sighs) It's a a tough Every time I I do an episode of this podcast, which is weekly, I get off and I think, life's tough. It's not easy. They don't make it easy. But what are you going to do? I have to go take my laundry out out of the laundry machine. I do this thing where I just barely get enough, not courage, courage is the wrong word, but I get enough effort, power, what's that called? Like enough like, I'm really having trouble looking for words today. Like I get, not strength, like philosophical strength, metaphorical strength to get my clothes in the laundry thing and then after the hour has gone up or whatever it is, half an hour, okay, quick cycle, cold water, whatever, Um, I don't have the, I don't have the strength left to actually put it either in the dryer or like take it out of the laundry thing. So, and then when you do take it out of the, of the laundry machine, it's like you have to like bear hug a huge mountain of clothes. And then the clothes that you were wearing kind of get washed as well because all this like soapy water ends up on your clothes. When you take your clothes out of the, like, not the dryer, but when you take your clothes out of the, of the washing machine, there's not still, is it just, are they just wet? Is there still soap on them? Or I assume they were rinsed. I've never been a washing machine, so I don't know. Are clothes out of the washer have detergent on them? I feel like one day, I would love to, like, release my Google searches. Does laundry detergent. Okay, it's looking like no. That's good to know. Anyway, um, I'm going to go, but I... (coughs) Excuse me. I hope everybody has a great rest of their middle of February. I believe next time we speak, we'll be in the 20s. We are coming up... This is crazy. We are coming up on the fourth anniversary of Two Weeks to Flatten the Curve which as we all know did ultimately turn up being slightly more than 2 weeks but that's nuts to me that feels like it feels like yesterday but it also feels like years and years and years ago so anyway i'll see you in the later half of february as in next week i hope you have a great weekend if you want to hear more of the nobody asked for this podcast you can go to podbean nobody asked wait no podcast nobody asked for this.podbean.com um on there you can find the link to other places to listen you can listen just straight on the website we also have we're on spotify apple um, youtube whatever format you happen to be listening to this on clearly if you're listening to this you don't really need need these instructions on your own but i'm going to say them anyway just in case anyone asks you hey how do you listen to the nobody else for this podcast you can say well there's a few different ways you can go to Podbean. Nobody asks. And wait, no, shoot. <laughs> At least if you're telling people, please get the episode uh, URL right or the podcast URL right. You can say, yeah, you just go to Podbean. Nope, you go to podcast. Nobody asks for this. I crushed it. And on there, you can listen directly to the episodes, or you can find links to their Spotify, Apple a couple other places so that's what you would say to people just if you want if you want to rehearse that in the mirror maybe you know just if you're maybe at work and you just need like a you need to take five just say that in the mirror really quickly um and then of course to other people around you that would be that'd be great i'd really appreciate it um but yeah i hope you all have a great weekend and i will see you next week